Welcome to Audio Helicase, the podcast from Whitehead Institute, where we unwind the science and the people behind some of the Institute's most exciting discoveries. In the months since the novel coronavirus emerged, researchers across disciplines have come forward to offer their perspective on how best to deal with the virus. I'm Eva Frederick, a science writer at Whitehead Institute, and today I'll be talking to Institute member Jinka Wang about how one discipline you might not think of at first could play a role in stopping the pandemic. That discipline is plant science. My name is Jinka Wang. I'm a member of the Whitehead Institute. I'm also an associate professor in biology at MIT. Um, my lab studies plant biochemistry and chemistry. I'm very interested in using plants for treating human diseases. Plants have been used as medicine for thousands of years. So there are many herbal remedies that have been independently developed by indigenous cultures around the world. Some of those plant remedies have informed key treatments we still use today. I would say there are two examples that are very well known. So one is uh, Artemisia annua. So this is a plant for treating malaria. So it's, it's being used in China for thousands of years. But in the 1970s, Yu Yu Tu, a Chinese phytochemist, discovered a molecule from the plant Artemisinin. Now that's the standard therapy for treating malaria. The other one is quinine. So it's from a cinchona tree, which is native to South America. Uh, discovered in the 17th century. Um, then later on, the quinine, the molecule was, was found from the tree also for treating malaria. So these are kind of two examples how medicinal plants have been used for thousands of years. And in the very recent centuries, we discovered magical molecules that can treat um, human diseases. Part of the research in Wang's lab at Whitehead Institute focuses on exploring the chemistry of plants used in traditional Chinese medicine. After the first outbreaks of the virus surfaced in China, practitioners of traditional Chinese medicine began crafting treatments for medicinal herbs, drawing from recipes known to work for other ailments. There are many recipes being developed, but successful experiences are quickly exchanged between hospitals. Then eventually there are several prominent recipes being kind of broadcasted nationwide. Notable among these recipes is a cocktail of 21 herbs called the Lung Cleansing and Detoxifying Decoction, or LCDD. The mixture is based on four formulae from an ancient book of herbal cures written in the 2nd century AD, and contains herbs known for their decongestant and anti-inflammatory properties. The treatment was tested on a cohort of more than 1,000 patients, including 57 people with severe symptoms. None of the people with mild symptoms developed a more severe case of COVID-19, and more than 99% of the cohort has now recovered. The overall efficacy and safety were remarkable, and I think it played a huge role for controlling the the death rate in China. Uh, But the challenge for that is uh, it's very cultural. So for for a plant herbal-based therapy to be transplanted out of China, there are a lot of hurdles. The main hurdle is really uh, the unknown nature uh, behind these therapies. So these are a bunch of plants thrown together. Um, For Chinese people, there's a cultural reasons that people just kind of accept these type of therapies more than the rest of the world. That's not to say Western medicine does not involve plant remedies. It does. But the ability to use these plant remedies in mass-produced drugs requires a solid foundation of knowledge about their chemical properties. The best tool to build this foundation, Wang says, is basic research. There are a lot of unknowns. What are the molecules in these plants and are they safe? Are they really efficacious? 
So moving forward, I think we, we need a lot of research into this area, uh, into the, the chemistry, biochemistry of these plants, uh, the molecules that are present, how these molecules interact with the disease. So by understanding more of these mechanisms, then we can then single out the molecules that actually work. So we can make, let's say, a defined a composition of multiple compounds from plants. And maybe we also need to manufacture these molecules in a different way. So that's related to research in my lab, trying to do biosynthesis instead of um, extraction from plants. So eventually we, we will have a next generation of plant-inspired therapy, which have very defined um, chemical composition, and then run through very high standard um, FDA-guided trials. When COVID-19 emerged, scientists were in a better position than ever before to fight an unknown pathogen. Yeah, so when COVID-19 happens, uh, compared to all the previous pandemics, we, we are actually at the best position uh, because we, we have known a lot about uh, epidemic diseases like COVID-19. Um, so within a month, I think the genome was sequenced and there are a lot of diagnosis strategies that were developed. And there are many uh, candidate drugs due to the previous investment into drug discovery now are put into e uh, evaluation for treatment for COVID-19. Um, so that really speaks to the prior investment into science. But now, months into the pandemic, we are still moving toward an approved vaccine or a widespread treatment. In order to face future pandemics, Wang says, we will have to make that foundation of basic research even stronger. So I think that's a big lesson for us to learn. So in, in my mind, in the post-COVID-19 world, people will realize that and invest a lot more into uh, biomedicine, biology studies, so we can be much better prepared given another pandemic may hit in the next few years. In the meantime, Wang is planning ways to bring the medicinal properties of the lung cleansing and detoxifying decoction to Western medicine. There are a few plants that are part of this LCDD therapy and have antiviral uh, activities. So we're interested in pursuing the chemistry, biochemistry of these molecules. This research and further investigations into the chemical properties of plants will help prepare researchers to tackle a wide variety of problems that may arise across the world in the coming years. When I mentioned plant solution for this particular uh, COVID-19 or infectious diseases, it'll be studying medicinal plants and learning a lot more knowledge and uh, what these plants can offer for treating human diseases. So these will be solutions for medicine. Um, but in a kind of grander perspective, we're facing climate change, food security, uh, where plants can do a lot. For example, if we can boost the plant productivity so we can provide more food, or the plants can also fix carbon from atmosphere. So I think nothing in my mind can compare to the power of plants of utilizing the sunlight and, and do great things for, for mankind. That's all for today. To learn more about Jinka Wang's research, you can visit the Whitehead Institute website. Stay tuned for future episodes of Audio Helicase by subscribing on SoundCloud and iTunes. Thanks for listening.